Hi guys. Last time I recorded, I talked to you a little bit about a little bit about the book called The Jungle by Upton St. Clair. Since this book was released in 1906, no, over a hundred years ago, Americans were shocked to see what kind of conditions their factory workers were in. But even after all these years have passed, you'd expect a difference today, right? I'll be telling you exactly what that looks like, what it looks like today, and how much more effort this country needs to put in in order to change something that would have been done over that should have been done over a century ago. Let's start off with some some statistics. U.S. meat workers are already three times more likely to suffer a serious injury than the average American worker, and pork and beef workers nearly seven times more likely to suffer repetitive strain injuries. Information by the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, also known as OSHA, reveal that on average there are at least 17 severe incidents a month in U.S. meat plants. These injuries are classified as those involving hospitalizations, amputations, or loss of an eye. Crazy, right? Some of these conditions include increasing volume and speed of the production, coupled with close quarters. Poor training and insufficient safeguards that have made meat and poultry work so hazardous. Reports done by the Human Rights Watch, entitled "Blood, Sweat, and Fear Workers' Rights in the U.S. Meat and Poultry Plants," reveal that these conditions still exist within United States meatpacking districts and have barely changed since the jungle was released. Imagine this: you're working with a knife in your hand, and you're under a strict time limit, and face. And fast-paced conveyor belts in front of you. You'd be bound to make a mistake once in a while. In that case, the companies make no effort to cover costs of medical treatment for that energy, an injury, and sometimes even just tell their employees to go back to work. The report quotes: Many workers suffer severe, life-threatening, and sometimes life-ending injuries that are predictable and preventable. Many workers cannot get the compensation for workplace injuries to which they are entitled, making these situations very illegal. One employee on this subject is quoted saying, "They love you if you're healthy and work like a dog, but if you get hurt, you are trash. They will look for a way to get rid of you before they report it. They will find a reason to fire you or put you on a worse job or change your shift or you so you quit." So a lot of people don't report their injuries; they just work through the pain. So while trying to directly, so while trying to directly isn't working, how about forming a legal union? Nope. When quote when workers try to defend themselves by form, forming unions, employers use fear and intimidation to stop them. End quote. Also, exactly as reported, quote. In a 1997 union election, Smithfield's management fired union supporters, threatened plant closure, stationed police at plant gates to intimidate workers, and orchestrated orchestrated an assault on union activists. On December 16th, the National Labor Relations Board ordered a new election, which Smithfield immediately appealed. Sadly and shockingly, the United States law does very little to cover this gross injustice, as the law actually does nothing to absolute does. The law actually does absolutely nothing to cover this issue. Thank you for listening.